This is December 16th, 2019. Welcome to the Who's on Top podcast. I'm Ori. I'm Ellis. And I'm Jacob. And in this podcast, through the medium of a game show, we will be discussing and debating the hottest topics in sports. These will include football, basketball, soccer, and the enthralling sport of baseball at both the collegiate and professional level. Every week we'll be making predictions, and the winners will accordingly be awarded the chance to punish the loser at the end of the month. Now let's move on to the contestants. In the blue corner, we have Ellis Gordon, the Russian machine. Hey, what's up? And in the red corner, we have the Frisbro, Jacob Kasdan. What's up, guys? And for our first topic, we will be visiting two hot NBA teams, the Lakers and the Nuggets. The Lakers don't actually have a lake. They do have the best player in the NBA, LeBron James. And the Nuggets might have the least coordinated big man in the league, though his form has not been on top notch. Give it up for Nikola Jokic. Contestants, who do you see coming out on top? The Lakers are going to have a pretty easy win for this game. The Nuggets, even though they are fourth in the Western Conference, have been struggling recently, especially the play of uh, Nikola Jokic. And LeBron James and Anthony Davis have just been too strong together. LeBron is going to finish the game with a triple-double, and Davis with a double-double, and they'll, they'll win by a good amount. I'm going to have to agree with Jacob on this one. I think while the Nuggets are a good team, they just simply lack the star power to handle. LeBron James and Anthony Davis combined. Nikola Jokic, their one star, has been struggling, and thus I do think it will be a close game, but LeBron James will have a triple-double and put out the Nuggets by under five, but a win goes to the Lakers. I personally think JaVale McGee will prevail. Um, I do believe that he is still the best player in the Lakers, um, but we'll see what comes. Now onto the Premier League, which to all of you American fans, uh, that is the number one soccer league uh, in the world by many measures. And uh, today the London Derby includes Chelsea and Tottenham, two very strong teams that have been both struggling respectively. Uh, just to elaborate on that, it's Jose Mourinho up against his former player, uh, Frank Lampard and Jose Mourinho is coming back to his old team Chelsea for the first time. This is a revenge match for Jose Mourinho and his Tottenham Hotspurs. I believe they'll be up 2-1. to one. Deli Alley has been a man on fire recently. Bags a goal and an assist for Frank Lampard's Chelsea. Frank Lampard is simply a new manager. Jose Mourinho is experienced and he's looking out for revenge. Tottenham is going to win 3-2. to two. two goals by Harry Kane and one by Deli Alley. Two very solid predictions. Honestly, this matchup could go either way, but the only thing that would be difficult to predict is how the announcer pronounces the goalkeeper's name on Chelsea. Take a look at it. I'll spell it out. A-R-R-I-Z-A-B-A-L-G-A. Good luck, announcers. On to the different kind of football across uh, the pond. So we'll be discussing the hot NFC East divisional matchup. Um, The Philadelphia Eagles versus everyone's favorite person to rack on in town, the... You know, the Dallas Cowboys. All right, let's hear it from Jacob. Whoever wins this game will end up winning the NFC East. And yes, the division is atrocious. But I believe that the winner of the game will be the Dallas Cowboys. They just obliterated the Rams last week. Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott will just power them to victory with a 30-26 win. This one's going to be relatively close. You have to take in fact Lincoln Financial Field and those rowdy Eagles fans. Never know what they're going to do. That said... I do think the line for this game, betting-wise, is 2.5 for the Eagles over. I do think it'll be under that line for the Cowboys. Uh, Dak Prescott is coming off a big win against the Rams. The Eagles, yeah, they beat the Washington Redskins. It wasn't much of a moral victory. I think Lincoln Financial Field will help make this game close, but in the end, Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott's talent will compensate for Jason Garrett's coaching, or lack thereof, and they'll come out on top by one point. All right, again, two pretty solid predictions in favor of the Cowboys. 
personally think the Eagles secondary is pretty weak, and uh, Cooper and uh, Michael Gallop uh, will both pretty much eat up. I think Zeke, you know, has a decent day, but again, he's from that college that shall not be named <coughs> the Ohio State University, which we, we do not really say that in this household. But thank you for those predictions. Introducing another football matchup from the NFC North. Personally, uh, um, my Lions aren't doing so well, but we have two teams that are vying for the, the title, the um, Green Bay Packers and the Minnesota Vikings, both of which have been pretty hot recently. Dalvin Cook's been eating up, and so has uh, Aaron Rodgers. Unfortunately, Packers have been quite capricious and inconsistent, and the Vikings have defaulted to the run game, which has been quite interesting given the recent trend of more and more passing in the NFL. Well, I'm certainly no big fan of Kirk Cousins. I do think it's at Vikings. It's at Vikings Stadium, and um, they do come out on top on this one. I'll leave it to Kirk Cousins to take his menaces of good teams. They'll be led by the workhorse Dalvin Cook, who's having an incredible season if he does play, as he did pick up an injury. But Packers, while you can always trust an Aaron Rodgers to come in the clutch, recently they've been a bit uh, lethargic in their drives, and I don't, I don't see them coming out on top of this one. Uh, I have to go Vikings all the way. Um, well, yeah, as you said, Dalvin Cook is questionable with a shoulder injury. I just believe that Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, and Aaron Jones are all heating up. Devontae Adams was injured for like five or six weeks. Ever since he's returned, he's had three or four hundred-yard games. Aaron Rodgers has not looked, though, like a top-ten quarterback in the league so far, so what makes you think he'll turn it on now? Last week, they barely won, but they won. Well, that's been the story of the Packers this season, barely winning. Sure, they have a they have a great record well, at the top of the NFC East. Yeah, but I mean, NFC they haven't been uh, they ha- the NFC West, NFC North. North that's yeah. my bad. NFC North, but they haven't they haven't won convincingly, and they haven't played good teams. I think it's a battle of who can beat the good team, and I think the Vikings are coming in hot. So to recap, we have uh, Ellis uh, taking the Vikings, and we have uh, Jacob taking the Packers. Even though Aaron Rodgers, you know, discount double checking all over the place, not really useful, but you know, it is what it is. On to another matchup. Uh, we have the college football playoffs. Oklahoma versus Louisiana State University. Obviously, Joe Burrow just won the Heisman. 23-year-old, fifth-year graduate student. Won the Heisman by a mile. I think that... By a mile, he means a few percentage points. A lot of percentage points. A lot of percentage points. I'm corrected. A lot of percentage points. <laughs> um, Joe Burrow has been absolutely ridiculous this season, setting all types of records, pass yards, touchdowns. They've been rolling through teams all season, and I see no reason for that not to continue. Yeah, LSU looks like they cannot be stopped at the moment. They have a plus 13 line for them to win. Uh, I'm going to take over on that one for LSU. Joe Burrow is putting up unheard of numbers at the moment. Oklahoma doesn't have a good defense to start with, and while I do have to commend Lincoln Riley and Jalen Hurts for what they've done this year, look at their last few games. 30-23 to in overtime to beat Baylor. TCU, they barely beat, they beat by four. They had to beat Baylor by three again. They beat uh, Iowa State by one. These are like, not convincing wins, and these teams are nowhere in comparison to LSU and Joe Burrow. LSU's defense is also clicking at the right time. I'm going to say LSU and LSU by 28 points. I don't think Oklahoma stands a chance. I think LSU wins by 23. Moving on to our next matchup, we have Clemson led by the likes of uh, a hair not seen since the days of Chase Winovich on Michigan. Mr. Trevor Lawrence, and then we have the other team, which uh, shall not be named. Ohio State University. Yeah. These matchups are, are meant to be really good. They're meant to be exciting. Uh, so let's see what our uh, our boys have in store for them. All right, I got, I got Clemson covering the spread of two versus the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, while, Ryan Day, <laughs> while Ryan Day has been 
a great coach and props to him. He's still just his first year in coach. And Ohio State will give him props. Have top end talent. Have top end talent. But um, Clemson have Trevor Lawrence. I think he'll come in clutch. I know he hasn't played anyone big this season, but he'll come in clutch. And I do think Ohio State shows some of their vulnerability versus versus Wisconsin when they were when they were down and had to make a comeback. Uh, Clemson, they had their trial in North Carolina. They passed it. They're ready. They've got Dabo Sweeney, the best coach in college football, and they're hungry to prove all the haters wrong that say they're overrated. Uh, I got Clemson. They're going to beat the uh, Ohio State by Boo. a touchdown. Um, I'm going to have to disagree on you with this one. University Buckeyes will have a pretty... It'll be a close game, but I'm saying Justin Fields and uh, J.K. Dobbins, who's been absolutely um, tremendous this season, will continue his... Amazing play, and they're going to win by two touchdowns. All right, so we have uh, one prediction for Clemson winning, and then we have another one for um, the other team winning, an insidious traitor is among us. All right, sticking with the theme of uh, college bowl games, we have Oregon versus Wisconsin in the Rose Bowl. All right, I got Oregon in this one. Herbert has been a man on fire recently. Oregon's going to come out on top. They, I just think they want it more. Wisconsin has showed cracks. They have... In their, in their defense, they have Jonathan Taylor, but Jonathan Taylor can't carry them forever. Wisconsin certainly is a good team. No credit, no taking credit from them, but Oregon's going to come out on top on this one. Once again, I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one. Jonathan Taylor will carry Wisconsin to a victory. And Jonathan yes, Taylor Justin Herbert busted. He's been has busted. been great, but Jonathan Taylor is so good. Like, Saquon Barkley. Bucky the Badger's going talent. down. Okay. Go Ducks! Now comes the point in the podcast where we all give our unique hot takes on a specific issue. Today, that issue is quite large. It concerns the NFL. Ellis, would you like to go first? Yeah, I got one. Um, so, based on the Cowboys' ineptitude with Jason Garrett running the ship and Jerry Jones' honest fed-upness with how the organization is going, I think they've got the perfect replacement right next door to them in Oklahoma with Lincoln Riley, an offensive genius, as he's produced Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, if they hire Lincoln Riley, which they will, not only will the Cowboys be the top team in the NFC East, Dak Prescott will win MVP the next year. And again, Lincoln remember, Riley, the NFC East is a very competitive division, so this means a lot. <laughs> um, <I laughs> Lincoln think... Riley is a, is a, like a quarterback guru. It's a perfect fit in Dallas. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a match made in heaven. Uh, my hot take is that the Super Bowl will be Ravens versus 49ers, and Lamar Jackson will win his first Super Bowl in his second year. That is a very unique hot take, Jacob. Thank you for that. Now comes place in the show where I decide for my hot take. And for me, I think Gardner Minshew will uh, throw 10 touchdowns in the last two games and will continue to an MVP-level performance next year. Cutest mustache in the game. I think that personally, his facial hair will propel him to future heights, not only in terms of attractiveness, but also in terms of... NFL performance. Now comes the point in the podcast where we unveil our special mystery sport of the week. These are generally fantastic sports that have been underrepresented uh, or undercovered, especially in our community. We'd like to highlight today Ultimate Taser Ball. Ellis, take it on. No drum roll? All right, fine. All right, so yeah. So it's, uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. You're tasering the player with the huge ball. You have a huge ball in the middle of the arena. You have to put the ball in the net, kind of like soccer. And all the players have taser guns with them. <laughs> and, and and the opposing player uses the gun on the other players who's carrying the ball. Only you can only gun the player carrying the ball. And yeah, uh, again, this taser will emit around five milliamps of electricity, which will bring the person down, and whoever gets the ball in the net first wins. I truly recommend you join the sport. And again, this is not yourself. a made-up sport. We have a league currently going on um, <laughs> in our town. Please contact your local official for your personal taser ball. Bring league. it back. 
Also, we are not recommending betting advice for you at home. Make your own smart advice. These are our own opinions. Do not come writing angry comments. We lost you $100,000. Again, we are experts, but we don't recommend you take our advice. Thank you. All right, now that we're done with our hot takes, it's time to say farewell. We currently um, are going on a small winter hiatus. We will be back January 1st. We'll see you in three weeks. Now, some careless whisper to serenade you out. I know this podcast was supposed to come out two years ago, but we did it!